Hi and welcome to this podcast. I'm Lee Downham and today I'm going to be talking about Cape Perrin uh, and also the state government's push towards tourism here in WA. Rockingham doesn't have the luxury of royalties for regions like our neighbours to the south, Mandra, and we still we also don't uh, have the luxury of large industrial areas such as Quinana and uh, Henderson area. So we are going to struggle because um, ultimately over 90 odd percent of revenue for the city of Rockingham comes from ratepayers, domestic ratepayers, and that's an issue. We need to look carefully at diversifying our revenue. The state government of Western Australia is pushing quite heavily in the tourism sector. They've pushed hard for um, non-stop flights from London uh, and that's going to um, increase. They're, they're looking at non-stop flights now from Europe and they're also looking at um, internal flights, uh, increasing internal flights to get visitors into Western Australia, especially into Perth. Now, what do we do with that? We've got Rockingham. Rockingham has got some outstanding natural beauty within its boundaries um, but we don't have enough to attract tourists the average tourism numbers in Rockingham are below the Western Australian average and that's a problem for the local economy uh, and potentially revenue for the city of Rockingham to relieve the ratepayers of ever increasing well above CPI rate rises so what can we do well we can look at Cape Perrin it is absolutely niche it's an area of uh, outstanding natural beauty We've also got the Shorewater Islands Marine Park and we've also got a north-facing beach, uh, the only one in the metro area. Now that the controversial Mangles Bay Marina has uh, been quashed by the, the state government, we can now look to doing something with Cape Perrin that has the potential to increase visitor numbers and also increase revenue for the city of Rockingham. I have a vision. I've written that vision in a report and the vision is to have some kind of um, co-located tourism hub, not specifically a tourism centre where you just go in and get uh, information on uh, local eateries or, or accommodation, but this will be more of a, um, a cultural and arts centre um, and it would also be a gateway to Cape Perrin and the reason why I say it's a gateway is because there's some land on the corner of Hymer Street and Point Perrin Road that would be ideally suited to build some kind of tourism hub uh, that would encapsulate everything that, to, uh, that Rockingham has to offer um, and can use that as a feeder through to um, people visiting Cape Perrin. Some of the benefits of this is that Lake Richmond is only a stone's throw from Hymer Street, Point Perrin. It has a boardwalk all the way around this uh, Lake Richmond. Um, and it's also, it's visitors can view critically endangered thrombolites, which extend over three hectares within Lake Richmond. We also have Rockingham's Waterfront Heritage Trail. Having a purpose-built tourism hub centre is an actual extension of the Waterfront Heritage Trail along Mangles Bay. And this will draw visitors along the full length of Rockingham's foreshore as part of the foreshore floor. In addition, there's an opportunity uh, to link Lake Richmond with a trail through Cape Perrin Reserve to Shorewater Bay. Now the trail already exists from Shorewater Bay to Kennedy Bay Resort. And effectively, this could create a continuous trail from the Grain Terminal all the way down to Kennedy Bay Resort. And that's approximately 20 kilometres. The potential that we have down at Cape Perrin uh, as a, an eco-geopark is the fact that we could potentially get ranger services. 20 years ago the Western Australian government purchased outback stations for conservation and in doing so they had a positive and visionary goal and that was to help diversify and strengthen regional economies 
and protect the state's most remarkable outback stations for future generations. And whilst Create Ranger Parks is essentially for the creation of regional remote parks, there remains a potential for a similar proposal in Cape Berren, and the benefits are, in, uh, that are included in this, they contribute to local prosperity. It develops tourism, it fosters Aboriginal economic activity, it works to protect shared heritage, local knowledge and involvement, monitoring and protecting threatened species, controlling invasive species, biosecurity and surveillance are just a few of the benefits of our Ranger Park services at Cape Perrin. There's also the opportunity to build a caravan park for short stay accommodation. This could in turn generate revenue for the city of Rockingham. It will definitely bring in more tourists because they'll have an opportunity, especially the uh, the nomads, the grey nomads. They can come into Rockingham, use the facilities, explore Cape Perrin and have the time to spend uh, more than a 24 or a 48 hour stay in Rockingham as currently most visitors do. There remains the opportunity for investment, encouraging investment from, from more natural based activities or businesses such as scuba diving, kayaking, electric boats, cycling tours, uh, plus tours of local wineries, and that can be done from Cape Perrin. If Cape Perrin were to become a geo or eco park, conservation park, there's the potential to get investment from new technologies, such as electric minibuses driving up and down Point Perrin Road, shuttling visitors from a hub centre straight to the Cape. One of the four pillars of the WA government's recently released two-year action plan for tourism is geoparks. Geoparks empower local communities and give them the opportunity to develop cohesive partnerships with the common goal of promoting the area's significant geological features. Geotourism Geotourism encourages investment, creates new businesses and jobs, and generates financial benefits to the community. Geoparks have revitalised languages, arts and crafts, and interesting conservation and community goodwill. In Britain, each geopark adds around 4.82 million to the economy each year. So why do we need this? Well, it's pretty simple to me. Uh, we have some differentiators here in Rockingham. No other metro area has natural assets such as Cape Perrin, Lake Richmond and Shorewater Islands Marine Park in close proximity of each other. No other metro area could compete with Rockingham's potential eco-tourism, given the diversity of the Rockingham Lakes Regional Parks and Shorewater Islands Marine Park. And certainly no other area has a north-facing beach with businesses offering kayak, windsurfing, jet skiing, parachuting, diving, water jet packing, all in one area. A positive feasibility study could lead to a more detailed plan demonstrating cost and resources to execute uh, this vision. This would put Rockingham in a strong position for any potential funding from state or federal government and or grants. This would also yield potential for investment from the private sector. Without ambition and drive, we will never truly realise Rockingham's potential. Cape Perrin is state government land, so what we need to do now is put a feasibility study together, have a look at the cost-benefit analysis of this thing, and put a plan together on how we would do this, and then lobby the state government, push hard for state government to make sure that Rockingham gets what we want, as opposed to what the state government wants. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.